What's going on, everybody, and welcome to the Other Side of the Firewall podcast, where we talk about the latest and greatest in cybersecurity news, as well as we highlight those movers and shakers and glass ceiling breakers, those people of color who've made it to the other side of the proverbial firewall. My name is Ryan Williams, and as always, I'm joined by Shatton Tynes. What's up? What's up? What's going on? And welcome to Wednesday's episode. So Wednesday's our discussion. So Monday and Tuesday are topics. Uh, this past Monday, if you're listening uh, in chronological order, real time, I guess you could say, uh, we discussed how uh, a school district, so uh, Minneapolis school district was uh, the victim of a pretty bad ransomware attack and kind of the fallout from that and, and potential uh, like just PII, PHI and just kids psychological reports being leaked. It's it's, it's uh, horrendous. So definitely tune in for that one if you have not already. And then Tuesday, uh, we discussed a report from the uh, CSO. So businesses detect cyber attacks faster despite increasingly sophisticated adversaries so definitely tune in for that episode um just kind of talk about the arms race between the good guys and bad guys as it as we now see it and now today we go through our discussion so without further ado i give it to shannon all right everybody this one's from uh cio uh economic times right so cio dot on cio.com the title of this one is kind of this kind of plays in the one we did last week, right? So Microsoft to skill 100,000, 100K, it says young women in cybersecurity by 2025. So uh, they announced a new initiative, right? Um, new partnerships under its Ready4 with the number four cybersecurity program in Asia to skill and certify 100,000 young women and underrepresented youth in cybersecurity by 2025. So that is, to me, that is a rather aggressive uh, timeline, which I'm not complaining about, right? So that means you really gotta, you gotta put the time into it. You gotta put the, the money behind it, you know, which we know Microsoft has, right? Like, you know, one of, one of them trillion dollar companies, you know what I mean? So they, they got it, you know what I mean? Put it, put it out there, but 100,000 by 2025. Very, very good goal. Um, so. <clears throat> The, the, what they're saying is that the new apart, new partnerships are going to enhance opportunities for employment and cybersecurity, fill the talent gap and build a diverse cybersecurity workforce, right? So we talked about this before. So the female cybersecurity workforce, it's only about, I believe it's 25% female, right? When females make up a little over half of the population in the world, right? So, um, the opportunity for women to work in cybersecurity, it's there. Like it's enormous. It can, it can be filled, right? Um, and Microsoft is making it happen. So they're doing public private partnerships, right? Um, and they're going to provide access to industry recognized cybersecurity, foundational intermediate skills and certification, uh, certifications for, for groups that are, they say traditionally excluded populations, right? So, um, 75% of the individuals in this, in this program are going to be women that they're trying to get, uh, to go for this, right? So, um, they started this program ready for, ready for cybersecurity in 2022, right? So they're saying from the start of this program to 2025, they're looking at a hundred thousand women they're trying to get, um, into this career field, right? So. They've already done 19,800 of them, right? Um, and they're providing 18,300, 18,300 cyber skilling initiatives, right? So, uh, they're, they're putting the money where their mouth is, right? So, um, they've already, uh, put things out there to where, um, they have minorities. We talked about them doing it with minorities. We talked about them doing it for women. So putting the money where their mouth is is always what we talk about, right? <clears throat> and they do have it. So. This, uh, this employment opportunity, right? Um, they, they call them underserved youth, underserved youths in their pilot year. Um, so they want 3,500 learners and they're expected to undergo training and receive internship or employment opportunities in the cybersecurity field. So the internships 
Now, uh, some of them are paid, some of them are not, right? So it's one of those things where, uh, you know, the military does this as well, right? Before people get out, they have these opportunities where they set them up um, with, with different companies, you know, to kind of learn some things, right? So um, this this is a good way to go about doing things. Like, get the, even if it's one of those things where it's like they do it and they decide it's not for them for whatever reason, I mean, at least you're giving them the opportunity, right? That's, that's what you want to do. Because um, sometimes you don't know until you know. Right. You're like, yes, this is what I think I want to do. I want to I want to go from being, you know, like you said before, a lawyer, you know what I mean, to to doing cybersecurity. And then they get into it and it's like, ah, that may not be for me. But Microsoft has given them the opportunity. Right. Um, when it comes to women. So like we like we talked about last week, um, there are some other extenuating circumstances that can keep this from happening. But it doesn't mean we shouldn't give them the opportunity to do so. You know what I mean? And this is what they're doing. So what's your thoughts on this, Ryan? Yeah, I completely agree. And, and, and it's good to see that Microsoft's targeting different sectors, uh, different regions, uh, to bring in more people. Uh, cause in the article it says, like, the projection just keeps going up and up and up. Now it's 3.5 million, uh, uh, vacancies by 2025. Uh, it just seems like, uh, that it's inexhaustible, right? Like, no matter how many people we put in the pipeline, there's always going to be vacancies, which is good in this case, because, uh, that 100,000 isn't taken away from anybody. There's plenty of opportunity, uh, to, to bring in more people. Like you say, oh, well, they're not targeting my demographic. But I mean, there's still so much space um, that you shouldn't have any issues. Nothing's being taken from a particular group. If anything, more opportunity is being given to all groups. Um, and then targeting the areas, like you said, like women only make up 25% of cybersecurity, but they make up 50% of the population. So there's an enormous amount of growth that could take place there. Um, and then we always talk about how people of color only make up um, Nine percent. So, like, there's a huge amount of uh, opportunity to uh, to bring in more people uh, of color as well. So, it's good to see Microsoft putting that that money. I think the um, I even though they had this department, but it makes sense for like you said, a train out a company. But it's like the director of uh, philanthropy or something like that for Microsoft. So, like, they have an entire uh, like directorate or wing that's just about these type of initiatives, which is crazy to me. Um, it shouldn't yeah. surprise you though, because you you know the Gates is like they give a lot of money away, right? Know? Which is true, so, yeah. Which is, which is true. <clears throat> uh, so yeah, so it's good. It's good to see um, them taking this this initiative and trying to bring in a hundred thousand. And like you said, uh, when it comes to like perhaps like some of these people are coming through, um, you know, um, uh, grade school, high school, college to uh, to get to these opportunities, and others maybe crossing over from a different. Um, uh, career field. Cause like, like you said, we've talked to like, there are people who are lawyers and doctors and now, uh, unfortunately because of the pandemic and just those, um, uh, the pressures and things of that nature, people being worn out. You've seen lots of nurses now starting to, to um, kind of leave that career, uh, nurses and doctors. And, uh, uh, during the pandemic, it was like flight attend or it, it's, uh, is it flight attendants? Is that the proper terminology? I always uh, forget. That's, that's the proper one now. Yeah. You don't want to okay. say this. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. So like flight attendants, thing, like, like people who couldn't do their job anymore uh, because things were grounded, jumped ship and started to come over to IT and cyber. So you're getting uh, not only diversity of, of uh, culture, you're getting diversity of thought, and now you're getting diversity of uh, skills. Um, cause it, it's, it's amazing to see how a lot of these things marry up, especially like when you talk about law, like law and cybersecurity go hand in hand. When it comes to uh, GRC, right, uh, governance, uh, risk, and uh, compliance, like those those people do well on that side of the uh, the fence. So um, it's just good to see that these initiatives taking place. So hopefully, 
you know, it, it, this won't be something we we talk about uh, every week per se, like Microsoft specifically, right? Can't just can't keep hype on Microsoft. Hopefully, we'll talk about Apple and Google and you know the other train other companies also taking similar approaches to bring in more people um, into cybersecurity, um, like they have done in the past with uh, like uh, kind of putting more money into the pipeline for STEM and HBCUs and things of that nature. So um, it's just good to see these initiatives kick off and then hopefully in the near future so like this is initiative for 2025 we talked about the ones for hbcus being like 2024 through 2027 you'll start to see this huge growth in the industry uh, and filling some of these gaps so uh yeah because with uh, i think it was like two or three weeks ago maybe maybe a month ago we talked about the air force and they're, they're uh their investment in hbcus and trying to bring in uh more people into um Specifically, it was like um, cyber and, and aerospace. It was like some kind of crazy high-tech combination there. So uh, shout out to the Air Force for, uh, for for doing something like that within the HBCU community, right? So um, a lot is being done. So I would say in the next five to 10 years, the results will be uh, amazing. So, and then we can just shut down the podcast. Like we just would we'll, we'll be like, hey, listen, we don't really do this anymore. Like, look, you see the diversity? See this? <laughs> and inclusion but uh no like, there's always room for growth things will uh, always continue to progress forward so we'll, we'll be here we'll be here through uh 2055 <laughs> talking about these initiatives and then we can talk about how uh you know inclu- inclusion for uh ai as it becomes sentient and takes over so that will be a thing <laughs> by 2050 by 2055 i'll also be telling talking to people about you know, kids being on my lawn at that point. You know what I mean? Get That's on. very true. On. We should see <laughs> kids today with their hoverboards, real hoverboards, not the ones with right. Right, you know I mean? right exactly. By, hopefully, by then, we got to at least have a flying car by 2055 on the streets, hopefully, safely. <laughs> but uh, yeah, definitely continue to tune into the podcast. Uh, please like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, listen to us on Mondays and Tuesday for our topics. Wednesday is our discussion. And then Fridays, uh, which will be the next episode if you're listening in order, everything else. So non-cyber related movies, books, games, all that good stuff. Tune into the websites that go by our name. And you can hit me up personally. I am at RyRy Security Guy. That's R-Y-R-Y Security Guy on LinkedIn, Clubhouse, and Twitter. Stay safe, stay secure. <laughs> Thank you.